Hello everyone, and welcome to the Final Fantasy VII Recast. The Final Fantasy VII Recast is a podcast dedicated to the Final Fantasy VII Remake universe. In episode 5, we will discuss our thoughts on Crisis Core Reunion, any changes that were made from the original 2008 PSP release, and what we hope to see from Zack and company going forward. Finally, after 4 episodes of recap and anticipation, it's time to dive in to Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. What's going on everyone it's your boys back again once again for this uh and highly anticipated episode for us at least because yeah. we've been holding on to this for for quite some time because, 15 years because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 15 years to say the least but uh for whatever if, if for whatever reason if you're new to the recast what's going on welcome it's your boy Ooch. i'm here with sweet johnny cage the best guide and walkthrough YouTuber you'll ever you ever you're ever gonna see, okay? Cause that's just how it goes. All right, we keep it real out here. Um, but yes, this is the fifth um episode that we've had for we, that we have for recast. And uh, if you missed out on the first four episodes, I definitely would love for you guys to go check those out because if for whatever reason if you haven't played the original, we basically recap the original and give our thoughts as we've been kind of saying in <laughs> our intros here um as to what might happen in reunion which this is what this episode is all about because now we've both finally beaten it johnny still has hella videos hella guides you you're missing a trophy hit him up he's got you okay i got them all okay. well for the most part yeah so i'm still working on yeah i'm still working on platinuming um because like you know like I, I wanted to get the main game beat and now i'm just like running through all these missions and everything um but yeah so this episode is essentially just our thoughts and whatever happens because i know we're gonna get into some more theories i'm sure of it so go on yeah. go ahead so off the bat i will say the game and spoiler warning, obviously. Obviously, yeah. This game is as advertised, and I'm a little disappointed by that. Like, I'm a touch disappointed that there wasn't at least a bonus cutscene like there was at the end of the Yuffie DLC. But if the timeline is intact up until the point of remake, like up until, you know, that whole thing, it makes sense and there is evidence within the game that like that's what it is like there there's a moment where it's during the the fight between Zack and Sephiroth and Cloud and Sephiroth where Cloud stabs Sephiroth and like some gray smoke comes out yes this is I've been waiting to talk about this for weeks now yep me too. That, like, it bothered me. Like, I get it. So there's two things at play here. One, it could be censorship. Yep. Like, it could just be that you can't show a straight-up impalement. Um, I know decapitation is kind of off the table in Japan. 
which is why they've changed my which is why i think they've changed the head of Genova. like you don't see as much like brain matter you don't really see her face i was wondering it's that. just wondering like that. steel yeah it's very odd um but when cloud stabs sephiroth and when sephiroth impales cloud gray smoke comes out which on one hand i, I do think is censorship but on the other hand it could be the whispers like keeping the timeline intact and also explaining why both of them live because it is odd that they survive those wounds and we saw in in remake Barrett gets impaled by Sephiroth and lives because a whisper kind of takes the blow but I can't remember if like Barrett passes out or wakes up or anything like that like I don't really remember what happens there yeah uh, I just remember yeah. him getting stabbed being like what and then it was a whisper um so aside from those changes, really not much else. Um, the game is a full-on remaster, really, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. I, I dig it. I'm glad it exists because, like I've been saying, you know, in, in every episode of this podcast, like this game has been stuck on PlayStation Portable in physical form. You could never download this game digitally. It's been stuck on PSP for going on 15, 16 years now. 2007 yeah. was yeah. the Japanese release. 2008 was the American release. Or the Western release. And so I'm really glad it's on a modern console. Um, but I was hoping for more. Um, there is one other thing that I think is an odd change, a very odd change. But I've been kind of capitalizing the conversation here. So I'll, I'll let you go. Let us know your thoughts, Ooch. All right. So, so far, right? I'm glad you got into Yeah, I'm glad that's what you started with. Because... Mm -hmm. I remember when you put out your video talking about exactly that. I was like, like if 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 you could insert your hype man, I was doing all. I was like, yeah, th that's what I was uh, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like every like as soon as because when I was playing it, and I streamed my entire playthrough and all the vods and stuff are on my channel, um, I reacted that exact same way. Where, mm -hmm. as soon as I saw them, the, that gray smoke, I was like, "What's that? What's that? What up you know? with that? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Like the censorship thing, that is actually a pretty legitimate, like, thing to think about. You know, like, because that is very real. Like, that could definitely be a possibility. And now that you mention uh, the Genova head, which I also thought was a little weird, because I was just like, "Didn't we see her whole face?" In, yeah, yeah, she has a face. She has yeah, a face. Yeah. Yeah. So like I wasn't crazy even thinking that, but I was like, mm. I, I was like, I was like, ah, maybe, you know, it's just the fact that this game is so HD now, because you know, we're going from PSP to right. this, that a it, lot of it things. It no longer like looks that. like a high def cartoon. Yeah. It, it yeah. looks it's Unreal Engine. It's, it's right. supposed to look right. somewhat real. Yeah, so like this uh you know the entire experience for me because i mean obviously like i've said in previous episodes like this was my first time playing crisis core at all i've never had the game unfortunately matter of fact the only final fantasy outside of seven that i had for my psp was dissidia and that's literally what i got no. the, the the psp for it, had, it was the bundle um and it came with like the silver Damn, that was on 3, psp yeah the, the first dissidia was on psp jesus I got that game just for Cloud. I was like, oh, a fighting game? Cloud? Boom. I'm in there. Like the all City day. NT is what's on yes. modern yes. consoles. That Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, that was... I believe it was first arcade, though, if yes, I'm not mistaken. it absolutely was. 
Right. So, yes. So, yeah, either way, like that part that we're talking about right now, that had me really feeling like, okay, this is interesting because if we're going to take it down the route of that is the whispers, I'm with it. You know, right. like I'm totally with it. And I too was also wondering or hoping like I was waiting for that slight change to take place, especially at the end, because I'm just like, bro, like, how are they going to explain this? So, of course, they're really saving that for rebirth. Like, we're probably going to find out more once that game actually comes out later this year, hopefully. Um, And then what really set me in was the the end end where they say continues in Final Fantasy seven. Yes. No remake, just seven. And I was like, yep. I was like, bro. Yeah, I was there even like so that that stinger cutscene, which previously was so for those of you who have not played reunion, the game is running or was built on the original PSP games code. Like the timing of the cutscenes is the exact same. The dialogue is 99% the same. Um, there's one change that I caught. Um, and the actual like FMV cutscenes, which you don't really have anymore, but it stands for full motion video. Um, <laughs> and these were like cinematic cutscenes. Yeah. Those yeah. are the original PSP cutscenes upscaled to like 1080p and 4k I and figured. so like it's the exact same game with a ton of great quality of life changes gameplay yeah. wise yeah i loved playing it and like when you get to nibbleheim it like not that it feels like this is where the budget went but like it feels like this is what we've been waiting for and so they put a lot of detail and love into this and then when you get to mount nibble it's like holy shit like this is what this game could look like uh, this is what it could look like in rebirth and then gongaga is the same thing like it really looked very very good um but for that final stinger cutscene, they inserted clips from remakes opening cutscene. like very like it's a very weird choice especially when it says the story will continue in Final Fantasy VII, but they're using Aerith from Remake. Like, right. It it makes zero sense to me why of all the cutscenes to change and quote unquote update, it's the first two seconds of the Stinger cutscene right. of the reintroduction of Cloud. Like, I I it bothered me. Yeah, it bothered me too. Not gonna lie, because I was just like, how how are they going to really do that? Because it was in the market and they said this was more than a remaster. They right, said, they yeah. said that. So I'm waiting. I think they meant that more from a gameplay perspective, like because of the amount of changes they made to the gameplay. Yeah. It's not entirely one-to-one -one. and it does like the game itself looks and plays very well. Yeah. It is not just an HD skin on top of the game. Like, yes, the, the dialogue is the same, the, the the pacing is the same, the cutscenes are the same, but when you're actually physically controlling this game and playing it, it feels a billion times better. One, it's running at 60 FPS. It's no longer running at like 25, 
to 30 sometimes. The combat is way smoother. Oh, yeah. You never get interrupted while playing. You can bank your limit breaks. You can bank your summons. Like you don't, the game never like forces you to look at the slots. Like it doesn't like put them full screen and like completely halt the combat. Modulating phase is gone. Like, and like the actual sword play is the same as seven remake. Like it feels good to play, but yeah, like the, that ending change, like putting Aerith, like the literal scene of Aerith praying to like the Mako fountain or whatever, like in, or the, the broken pipe in Midgar and then looking up at the camera and like the, the camera like zooming out and like you seeing like seven remake Midgar and it looks gorgeous in 4k. It looks incredible. But then as soon as the lo- like, as soon as it gets to the part where like the logo is going to like crash onto the screen for final fantasy seven remake, it cuts back to the PSP cutscene. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? Like what, why, why bother? Like yeah. at that point, yeah. why bother? Yeah, I feel like that was more like if we had to put a reasoning behind it, like a like a a logical reasoning. I feel like it 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 had everything to do with them just trying to like make sure that everything or certain things were I guess up to date because like they saved the PSP cutscenes for, you know, moments in the game. And I guess I don't know, like because it's the end of this game and it is going into something that's a little bit more familiar territory. They just used, they reused, you know, legit properties from remake in at just for that end scene, I suppose. But like, yeah, still weird. I definitely agree with that. The the other little change that I'm glad they made to two things. One, they updated the dialogue of the the guy who's building Seventh Heaven. The bosom line. They took it out. Yeah. yeah. They took it out, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. thought that was like really corny. But then the other change they made was when Genesis, when like Zach brings Genesis's corpse out of Benora at the end of the game and then leaves with Cloud, um, a Shinra helicopter lands and two soldiers get out and carry Genesis' corpse away. And they say, like, will he be our brother? And like that scene was in the original. However, in reunion they made it much more apparent that, that that those two soldiers are vice and miro who through remake we have seen now and like they were i know vice was in dirge i don't know if nero really was i never right. played her to cerberus neither have i those deep ground characters are now like known within the the rebirth universe or the, the remake universe and like they showed vices like silver hair like it's very clearly him and i believe it's the same voice actors for him and nero and so like this opens the door for genesis to appear in rebirth or part three and so like i like that that change was made but it it hardly feels like enough because that was already known like it was established through dirge that though that's who it was Mm. you know so it doesn't it doesn't feel like a substantial change or even like a significant one it's just making it a bit more clear. Like, it's a clarifying change. Okay. Yeah, I guess so that makes I don't sense. know. I'm really glad it exists. I yeah. really am. And, like, I'm glad you got to play it. I'm glad I got to play it again. But I, I really was... I think because of the expectations from Remake, this was, like, a tough pill to swallow that there was, like, no... 
nothing no nothing to do with remake we definitely hyped ourselves up hard we did and and like that's on us you know what i mean that that's on us but like i feel like square had to know like like if you you look at it this way right like they released the yuffie dlc and like for for remake and part of that is like hey you got to go out and buy a ps5 like rebirth is ps5 only and you got that was the warning the last warning that that's the warning it's PS5 and PC only. Well, I don't know if Rebirth is... Conf- I'm sure Rebirth will come to PC eventually, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we are going to next generation for this next part of the RPG. Go buy a PS5. Do not miss that train. <laughs> right. Second, it it plays a really cool game of like inserting Yuffie, like injecting Yuffie on the side and being like, hey, she's here. She's just not interacting with the main party, but she's around. So like get ready for her. And three like the gameplay was dope and it shows you like what they can really do with this engine but like playing that there was no expectation that there was ever going to be anything else at the end like at least for me like when i played it i was like okay sonan's dead maybe like maybe he goes to deep ground like whatever okay cool like we saw yuffie's point of view and yeah, then you get the yeah. bonus cutscene. Like you get, you basically get two bonus cutscenes. It's like, yeah, the party gets to calm, cool. But then it's like, you get the extra Zach thing, and then they announce Crisis Core reunion. So it's like, the expectation was set by Square in a way. We definitely hyped ourselves up, but I don't think it was unreasonable to expect an extra cutscene. At the very not least. at all, not at all. Like that. I mean. That's that's the most we were actually wanting to see. Right, that's was, all I wanted. <laughs> just the cutscene, and like you were saying, you were about to you were gonna keep an eye on that that potato chip bag. That's yeah, like th- I was just looking for something, and like mm-hmm. it's fine that it never came, but it's it's tough, especially we live in an era of Marvel movies and DC movies and games that always have like the one more thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's just how things are now. And it's fine if it's not there, but even the original seven has a bonus cutscene. Like the original seven has an extra cutscene after the credits. Like it's not unreasonable. Yeah. That makes me like wonder because like, and this is, this is like a, just a little side thing, but I remember as I was in the process of beating it, Someone in my chat had told me indirectly that there's like a, a hidden cutscene. I'm like, I haven't seen a single person at all even say that. Like, and then I checked with you and you're like, no, that they're lying. Right. Just like right. did that real quick. But that's like, it's, it's kind of shocking. But here's the other reasoning that I could think of as to why they kept reunion as is based even even though they kind of set themselves up to make us expect like just another scene or something to like acknowledge how they've already twice surprised us with mm. Zach right so this would have been like the three piece right here if you know with reunion so i think that after of course after you know we've experienced it we played it We've seen how what happens. I think that this move is kind of a strange move because, you know, you want to capitalize off the hype and the anticipation, everything like that. But I think in a in a way, this is almost going to just make us as fans and players just that much more like 
excited and in need of rebirth since that's the next one sure that's true like yeah you know? like we get nothing after reunion so like not that we have nothing to look like we definitely have a ton to look forward to in right, Rebirth, but right. like it the mystery is completely within that game Mm-hmm. yeah like that you're exactly that you know like they're putting all the eggs in that basket right there like they're trying to make sure that people really are gonna just like you know and i'm sure they are and then i'm pretty sure before then we're gonna get the uh the ever crisis mobile game which like right. i don't know where they're gonna you know what direction that that might go in i i, I would be surprised if there was things injected in there that were underlying that might give us some sort of you know tease or direction that you know would definitely get answered or acknowledged in rebirth i don't know i mean yeah they showed know. like a young sephiroth in that trailer like mm, yeah so which we've really as far as i know i've never seen before unless there's something in dirge but i don't know mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. like or maybe uh, like, uh ever crisis or before crisis before crisis yeah the yeah. turks mobile game maybe he was in that i don't know yeah man so it's like you know either way like you know there's still plenty of questions that we, we definitely freaking need answers to yeah um but you know and then aside from that like i'm just thinking of like all the all the media or just anything that you can possibly digest or intake before rebirth comes out to like you know scratch the itch is that game right it's it's uh ever crisis the mobile game and then there's this book that i showed you that's um about Aerith, and like I, I i didn't even know about it until like it was i'm, I'm pretty sure it, <laughs> it actually might have been right before right after we were done recording our last episode because like we, we we kept talking and we were like getting all hype and everything and i was like super like in with the shits like i was like yo i need to just consume final fantasy 7 something right now this was like before we even had reunion because like i needed to play that game i was so excited so yeah so this i'm, I'm looking at it right now because i got it on pre-order of course right final fantasy 7 remake traces of two past it's a novel right and it's something to of course look forward to and I guess I'll read I'll read this real quick just to see just so that y'all can of course like you know if you didn't know now you know um this novel in two parts delves into the past of Aerith Gainsborough and Tifa Lockhart the beloved heroines of Final Fantasy 7 and although having met only days before during the earth-shattering sequence of events that led to their escape from Midgar Aerith and Tifa have already formed a tentative friendship based on mutual trust and respect and as they continue on their journey with cloud bear and red 13 the two women open up to each other further exchanging stories from their past and then by turns exciting humorous and poignant this work from final fantasy and kingdom hearts writer uh, uh kazushige nojima brings greater depth to the character of Aerith and tifa and to the world of final fantasy 7 so what is this book gonna do it's gonna give us like a little bit of an epilogue before rebirth but it's mainly gonna kind of dive in deeper into deeper past for both of these characters now tifa's story Do you think this will be a bridge between reunion and rebirth though? that's exactly what i'm trying to say it's gonna it's, it's it's gonna be like one of those like small little bridges that you know like because 
in reality, like in real time, I should say, this is like this. This would come right after. Uh, I guess you can consider uh, the integrate, right? Because it's like remake and then integrate, even though integrate kind of like, well, yeah, no, integrate happens like after they're already gone, right? Integrate happens uh, between the Sector oh, 5 oh. reactor bombing and Shinra dropping the Sector 7 plate. Okay, yeah, so like in between like certain chapters in, in 7 Remake. Right, exactly. I okay, think it's okay, like okay. chapters okay, okay. 4 and 6 or something like that. All right, so yeah, so basically this book takes place after Remake, point blank, right? Mm -hmm. And even if it's not like a crazy, like, oh yeah, like so much time has passed since, like once we pick things back up in Rebirth, like this is, you know, we're, we're seeing the characters sitting like, you know, and it's going to be like three years pretty much because we haven't played the game since 2020. And I don't know if we're going to get a whole lot of like, what's to come we may they, they they could tease us in this book but i find it a little bit more interesting that they had taken the time out to give us more backstory on tifa and more importantly Aerith. like i feel like she might you know since now that they're opening up to each other or whatever we might actually hear more stories that we may not have heard before from Aerith when she explains it to tifa and i think that's that's worth paying attention to and like i'm not I'm, I'm no novel reader i haven't read books like that since like harry potter okay i'm a comic and manga guy so the fact that they got me this hooked and i'm just trying to like absorb any bit of story that i can to like help with these you know theories and all that like i'll have a link in the description to the to you know to you can pre-order this too this actually drops originally this was supposed to come out this month in january but uh it's coming out march 21st 2023 so two past gonna be very interesting uh little read there um let me see i'm trying to see uh it's gonna be oh it's pretty lengthy it's gonna be 384 pages so that's crazy available that's crazy. digitally for 15 bucks yeah so if you so if you don't want to wait you know, you get that digital version, just, you know, whatever. I like having my hard copies, I'm not going to lie. I don't mind digital, but, like, I definitely like, sure. you know, having it in my hand and everything like that. It gives me more of an experience, I, I would say, but either way, still going to consume it, Um, you know, regardless. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, still, I still hold to what I originally said in the previous episodes, that everything has intention, right? Like... I truly feel like they didn't go out of their way to remake, you know, Crisis Core for no reason. Or remaster it, I should, I should probably say, right? Like, yeah. they clearly want us, like, they, they set us up with two post-credit or whatever. Like, they set us with two scenes that basically, they're, they're straight up telling us that Zack is somehow alive. We're not going to tell you how. We're not going to tell you where he's at. But here is this new reality that we're presenting with this remake universe and then they drop reunion and even though that's like basically a one-to-one -to, -one to the original crisis core i still feel like that game is important just because you know like you were saying this is the first time since its original inception or, or conception that they they it's never been available officially like you know so 
you know that now now you know modern day everyone's getting getting the taste of zach and that that story that's presented with with the inclusion of those scenes that already happened in remake and integrated there's no way he's not gonna have some sort of bigger role and the other thing i guess i wanted to segue and talk to you about now is like after that theory video that you had uh put me on to I wanted to I wanted to point out that I still believe that there is like there's a there's like a multiverse thing going on right now. And it's not like, you know, one timeline. There's like several there's like there's at least a few that we are currently aware of. The original story and then all this remake stuff that's taking place. Can you because I watched it a while ago. Can you remind me and the folks at home what that theory is that I sent you? So basically the theory is that what's happening right now with remake and integrate and you know everything that's happening right now apparently according to this dude everything is like the same timeline which totally doesn't make sense just given all of the facts and not yeah like given the facts and the, the evidence and all the details because like the way a multiverse works and the way a timeline works, like, listen, I come from Dragon Ball Z. I come from Marvel. All right. I think I, <laughs> I feel like I have an understanding of how timelines and shit work. Okay. Like when you are from somewhere else, you're not, when you're from another time, you go back or you go forward and you change shit. You're creating another timeline that is just right. off rip. That's just how it goes. Even if a lot of those things still line up, that's okay. Because the fact that you change something, it it's doing this. You know, like this is the this is the path, and you did this just because you changed something. Because guess what? You're not supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just those little things, that's that's like very important to to keep in mind. You know? Like, look at all the things that happened in remake. Dude, that whole game is 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 completely different from the original. Sort of. You know, like there's 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 a lot of things that remake introduced that a lot of players like yourself that like, you know, obviously you like you beat the shit out of the original game. Mm. And it was very noticeable changes. And even for me, like I I at least beat that much in the original to know like what I was seeing. I'm like, yo, this did not happen. A lot of this stuff did not happen. So right. I'm just like, bro, something's up here. And that's basically what the theory was about. It was like, he was trying to prove that like all the things that have happened in remake, even including, you know, the, the, the extra scenes where Zach is Zach survives and all this kind of stuff and the integrate and all that stuff. It's all the same. I'm like, that's that doesn't even make sense just with just how with with understanding the principle of how like you know timelines alternate timelines even work in the first place okay i think part of it too i i wish i had watched it before we started recording but like i think part of it too is that when the changes in remake right i remember now so sephiroth opens a portal the party goes through and then they come out in a different universe. How is that? Like, exactly. Like, how can that be the same thing? 
That doesn't like that. That's like unless he what he was trying to say was is that through that portal they are in what's originally supposed to be like meant for them. Yeah, and then they destroy the Whisper Harbingers because the Whisper Harbinger shows them. Like Red 13 says, I think he says something like a glimpse of what happens here. A glimpse of what happens if we're not successful here today or something like that. Like they're showing them scenes from the original game or original timeline. And then they kill the Whisper Harbinger. And then by doing that, it creates a branching reality. And that's where they are now. Right. And so because of those changes... Within that reality, Zach is alive. Yeah, and that's and that and see, and that thing that right there makes it a little confusing because it's just like, well, why did their battle affect something that happened before them anyway? Because they are in a different reality. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> see, you see what I, I, what I mean? Because yeah. like where they are, because like. Where they are in their story from their perspective, it's like, how the fuck does that even make sense? Like, as far as, like, they're doing something that's altering their current time, which takes place well after Zack. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know I'm saying? Not, not well after, like, maybe, like, a year. Yeah, I mean, but, like, that's, you know, like, that's a lot of time. I mean, that's, you know, a lot can happen in, you know, even a few months. So, like... Give it take 365 days on the calendar, dude. That's that's a while. And like and the and throughout the entire game, Cloud is like, of course, he's had all these memory problems. They purposefully don't want him to hear the name Zach. Right. Right. That that is one area where I feel like, and I, I think it's either Max or is the dude with that theory mentioned like if Zack and Cloud meet up soon, it takes away that tension and that drama of Cloud not knowing who he is. Because Zack will True. just be like, hey, Cloud. <laughs> It'll just happen. Um, instead of Cloud like getting to figure it out for himself. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like Maybe with respect to that theory, like maybe... Zach was just like throughout the next game, like forever behind. It was it was Max talking about it because Max's theory was like, okay, when Cloud goes missing in seven, that's part of the game. Mm -hmm. Cloud goes missing, maybe that's when Zach shows up. And yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. beats yeah, the yeah. party. Uh-huh. And then uh -huh. Tifa goes to look for Cloud. Yup. So that was also a part of that. That would video. also work. Sorry, 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 sorry. That would also no. work too because Zach knows Tifa. Right, they've met before, yeah. So like, so if so she's like, not around, Zach can lead the party instead of Sid. <laughs> yo, like that that just thinking about that is cool because it's like, oh, like he's swapping in, like he's tagging in, like you know, because you have both of them on the team. There, that's that's broken. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But besides that, you know, like that was like I said that 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 was also brought up in that theory video, and I was like, oh, that that would actually be really funny if that if that happens. But man, like, see, because here's the thing, right? Like, does that, so if Zach offer it, like, like at any point, like early, 
right? If if he inter if he if they he finds them and he meets up with Cloud, why does that automatically mean that Cloud will just remember everything? Who's this? It say? doesn't mean that he will yeah. remember everything. Yeah. It just means that like they're going to have a conversation because Cloud's gonna be like, Who are you? And right. Zach's gonna be like, dude, we went through a bunch of shit five years ago. Like, don't you remember that? Like the the way the scene has to logically play out, it like mm -hmm. It has to happen. Yeah, see, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, if for whatever reason they do, you know, finally meet up and they, they're trying to have that conversation, like, who's to say, like, there's all this other shit that takes place that... Right, yeah, like, interrupts weapon that. attacks or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot of ways out of it, but it just becomes, like, hokey, I think. It I think could it becomes, be. like... It feels like they'd be making the, they'd be creating a difficulty in storytelling that is really completely unnecessary, and so they should just do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Like, with and, and you know, I might, I might be getting ahead of myself when I say like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with whatever they're gonna do because. Like, so far, with everything that they've gotten us pretty hyped over and, like, you know, seeing the teases and just the mystery behind it all. Like, I, I truly think that whatever happens, we're we're all going to get wowed. That's at least my belief. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just the, the five seconds of gameplay that we got from the Rebirth teaser, like, of Cloud and Sephiroth wa walking towards Nibelheim was a big oh shit moment. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and like what is truth what is fiction like that's the tagline of the game basically and so yeah, yeah it, it's gonna be i have no doubt in my mind that it's gonna be incredible i am curious how they're gonna implement yuffie within rebirth it, because like her gameplay is so different right. than cloud right. like or anybody she's like the first aerial character and mm -hmm. like the enemies within Intergrade are balanced around her and and her and Sonon's team-up abilities. And so like, you can get rid of the team-up aspect, I think, although it's fun. Maybe you can bring it back in certain instances. Like, the party really doesn't split up ever until Cloud goes missing. So, like, I was thinking, like, maybe there are parts where, like, you're only ever with one other person maybe and then you can like choose to do a team up attack i don't know but like i'm curious how are they going to like how are they going to balance it mm. or is yuffie not even going to be in this right like yeah i guess you have to wonder that but and, like, like sid but, like, and vincent like how do they and kate sith like how do they play yeah i think well that's the thing like you know because with this being like a remake you know because at the end of the day like that's you know that's what it is i can't imagine them not having a presence or being in the game as you know as even as playable characters because like we didn't get to we didn't get to play as red 13 but he was a part of the party yeah you could do like very specific actions to control his ai like you can make him do certain things right but like you yeah you have there's no auto attack with him nothing mm -hmm. i think I think there's a mod on PC that makes him playable. Oh, that's cool. I cool. think. I think I remember hearing about that. But again, it's only for three fights, four fights. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because he, he shows up like at the end, like towards the end. Like towards yeah. The end. Of remake. So, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, when it comes to those characters, like, see, that stuff, I'm not even worried about because those are notes that need to hit be hit you know what i'm saying because sure. otherwise it's not you know it won't it won't truly like it won't like feel or be the same even though obviously there's a lot of differences and changes but like again like seven remake is following how the original seven was laid out with all of these differences and changes and basically additions to the overall story that was not present in the original but there's been you know basically like nods towards theories and ideas that certain characters like sephiroth and Aerith are aware that there is like another world or another version or another timeline or however way you want to word it that they are aware of that they're not of course supposed to know and then because right. of that things have obviously you know taken a, a change you know in the form of having like this this fight with sephiroth the whispers you know so on and so forth and then of course zach and she knows she knows like dude i'm still stuck on the on 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 the idea of like so if zach was is, is alive and he has the buster sword and he and he's with cloud he drops him off somewhere okay right. he drops him off somewhere and then at, at another point after even after the church scene that we see at the end of the grade at some point he gives him the buster sword that's what's to be believed if it like you know it, it follows right. that whole like you know but we won't know until like rebirth or even part three which we don't even know the the, the name of that the, that game yet yeah i don't know I have no idea. <laughs> what, what, I could not what, guess what it will be. What do you, what do you think? It's gotta that be re something. Yeah, re something. What, what was like redone? Redone. Yeah, <laughs> done as in the end. Um, <laughs> I felt like reunion was should have been two. True. Because or yeah, two because of what happens in the story at that point. Um, and then rebirth could have been three, but I don't know. Like, yeah, because. You know, because rebirth implies heavily that it's like, okay, someone's being reborn, whether that's Aerith, right? You know, like revive well, for the for, for part three, revive. Yeah. Yo, that see, like, I mean, that's like almost like rebirth, but but contextually, yes. Like, you I mean, revive Aerith I mean, in part three. Yeah, because that you know that's another <laughs> thing. Know, that's people, another, people, the rumor people, comes true. <laughs> yeah, the rumor comes true. You you get that option. Yeah, you know, yeah, you get the option of reviving her or not, and then I'm sure you know that'll be two trophies. You know, you play through with reviving her, you play through without. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, that, there's more guides for you. There you go, hit them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I I do wish, like, just to get back to Christ Core, like I really yeah. do wish that we got something, and like part of me felt yeah. like. Is it going to be patched in? Like, is it just because like I'm playing like an early copy of the game, like a review copy of it? Like, is it just because like it's it's not there yet? Like that has happened before with games, but like same shit. Like it's the same exact game, pretty much, with yeah. the exception of whispers being used to censor gore. Yeah, if that yeah, if, if we're to believe that that route too, 
but yeah like, I, I i you know what i would i would pay attention to any kind of like interviews that might happen between now course, and then now. you know because you never know with these dudes because again let me remind folks they've been changing their minds on the fly they originally said there was not going to be dlc and then we got integrated Exactly. There was never a mention of them gonna go back to remaster Crisis Core, and we got and we got reunion. Yep, possibilities are truly endless when you take those things into consideration. And honestly, like all it takes is for them to just change their minds, even when they say something. Like I never, I like well depends on what it is, but like I will always give things the benefit of the doubt even if certain things might seem like it's concrete, like just because they say one thing doesn't mean that they can't change it. So, of course. So. Yeah. And it, uh, what I will say is even though Reunion, I will say it, it like met the gameplay expectations. Like I wanted this to be a better version of the PSP game. It, it has that in spades. Mm. It has not affected my hype level. It hasn't dropped my height level for right, right, level for right, rebirth right. at all. It didn't. It didn't increase it certainly because there's no bonus. But like, I am still just as excited for rebirth as I was before this game was even announced. Like, mm-hmm. so like, maybe that's a good thing, right? Like, maybe it's a good thing that like they did not make any changes this way. Like, only what happens in remake and integrate can affect. Um, your hype level for rebirth but i don't know yeah, one thing i will yeah. say like one change i wish they had made is getting rid of like 100 to 200 of those missions like <laughs> yeah bro grinding out 300 and granted it's completely optional but if you want to fight the like the secret mega boss of the game which is always fun to do in a jrpg like you did not need all 300 you could very easily cut those out yeah, it's a lot of missions, man. Like, and like I said earlier at the end, at the beginning of this episode, like, I'm still like I beat the game, right? But it's I'm trying grind. to get all those missions done. Yeah, like it's a huge grind. It is a grind, and like, there's no other way to put it. Like, I was basically just running along the walls in probably like the last 150 missions to avoid combat. Like, if you just activate combat walls, mode. Yeah, you don't get any, you don't get battles if you just run along the walls. Right. Yeah. I figured that one out too and that's something that i didn't like learn or anything like that like i literally was like you know i noticed if i run straight yep. same thing i get a lot of encounters and then i'm like let me not look that way and i was like mm-hmm. i i was like oh i finagled it i figured yeah. some shit out <laughs> dude i would literally just hunt the chests go to the boss it's, i would do it every Back. single time yeah and like i i think i beat minerva at like level 78 or something like that. I'm not fighting her on hard mode. She has 77 million HP. It takes like 30 to 40 minutes to kill her and you get nothing for it. It's just, you know, for shits and gigs. Like, here you go, thanks for playing. There's like not even a, like a checkbox. Like you've done this on hard mode. It's just, it's nothing. Yeah, that is a little, I mean, yeah, that is a little odd. I guess when you, when you say it like that, like, why bother putting in like a harder difficulty if there was like nothing extra or like you know like yeah. imagine if that's what it took to get whatever may have been there's one systematic change in this game that we have not discussed and you saying like imagine that's what it took to get something extra 
the Buster Sword proficiency system is brand new to Reunion. Mm. But maxing that to 100% does nothing. Like you get you get new abilities with the or new like passive abilities with the Buster Sword. Yeah. But like it does not change anything. Mm. It just yeah. makes you stronger. Yeah. And it takes <sighs> forever to grind it up. Yep. Yep. I was and you have to use it to like, you know, make make those like point two percentage, you know. Dude, I even I finished Minerva, I think it was like thirteen point seven percent. Wow. It's like it's fucking pointless. It's absolutely <laughs> pointless. Damn. And you would think they would give like some sort of lore reason for it. Like they kind of do when you first get it, but it's like, what is the actual benefit here? Like this doesn't help you that much on hard mode. It's certainly not doing much for you on normal mode. So what's the point? Yeah, honestly, it's a it's it's it's. I wonder if you know, like this was something that they kind of like they swept under the rug or like it, it 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 wasn't like something that they caught like when they were about to ship the game out but like yeah, it was like an incomplete like, feature yeah like like the fact that there's a normal and a hard mode but there realistically isn't anything holding you back from clearing it on normal changing it to hard right before the last boss so that way that's you get the trophy yeah and that's and, and, and you've said it i've seen it on like other like 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 websites that go over like guides and stuff like that too and they all say that to obtain that trophy you can literally just go through it normally and just before you fight the final boss just change it to hard and you'll get that that almost seems like a bug almost yeah it it it's like a 50 50 what what games do it's a, like it either is or it isn't in a lot of games and like remake i think handled it the best where it's like you have to get all of the the guidebooks to level up your weapons. Like that's the real hard mode trophy of Seven Remake is getting all of those. Mm -hmm. And like that's something you have to do on hard mode. You cannot do that on a normal mode. And so like yeah, you, I don't think you have to beat Sephiroth on hard mode, but like you need to get all those books so you have to beat him. Like right. you have to complete right. Chapter 18 on hard mode. But it's not about killing Sephiroth. You could you could kill Sephiroth first and then go back to chapter one. Be hard as shit, but you can do that. Oh, you know what? Now that you said that, that was actually another thing that I didn't like about the game overall was that you had to have you had to utilize all your saves, like the save slots, like, yeah. just to go no back chapter to select chapter. Hurt. It hurts in twenty twenty two that there's no chapter select. Yeah, like. Like, I'm gonna lie, like, you know, like I've played several RPGs throughout my life, and I've never had to do that. Where, like, you know, I have multiple saves. I've never done that in my life. Not for, well, Pokemon, you couldn't anyway. But, like, any other RPGs that I, you know, played or whatever, never did that. Like, I only had just, just the save file, just the one, and that's it. Like, and then when I'm following, like, guides, and I'm looking at how people are like accessing these. And like, I was like wondering like, Leo, how are you doing it for your videos? And then it was just like, for you, it was like second nature. I was like, oh yeah, like you have a save for every chapter. I'm like, so that, that came, that was a result of messing up. Like I got to, I think I got to Nibelheim or just before Nibelheim. And I was going back and seeing like what I needed to complete in Midgar. And um, I started going through the trophy list and I noticed there were like several Hojo related trophies that I didn't get. 
And I was like, damn. And then I like, I looked it up. I was like, is there a chapter select and reunion? And the answer was no. So what I did was I just started a new game, skipped every dialogue, every cutscene, did nothing but press, like hold forward. Right. Get into whatever battles hit me, but I did no grinding. Mm-hmm. And then I like saved at the start of each chapter using that playthrough. Right. And then like got up to Hojo, did what I missed, and then went back to my normal one. And I did that. It took me like an hour and a half. Yeah. That sounds about right. Like you is as long as you skip in scenes, that's it's totally doable. Cause like that's kind of like yeah. what I was doing when I like like cause there, there's really no new game plus. It's just like like no. you know it exists, you, but you, it's pointless. Yeah, like you beat the game, you still have like the things that you earned, but like what? unless you're at certain points of the game, you might not be able to like, you know, take advantage of those things quite exactly. yet. You know? Like right now where I'm at. I don't even have the Buster Sword yet, and I'm but I'm still like clearing through missions. Like I'm literally mm-hmm. just like, sit, I'm, chilling in uh like right outside Shinra headquarters at that safe at that safe point, just like going through every mission that I have access to right now. And then like I'm, my, what I'm trying to do is like I'm trying to see how far or what I can complete right then and there. So that way I'll go, then I'll be like, okay, what do I have to follow now in order to like get whatever trophy that I'm missing? So that way, like, you know, then I, you know, I'm doing it that way. So, so selfishly, I'll tell you, like, look at the playlist on my channel. The playlist is in order. The playlist is in order of, of the missable trophies, like in chapter order. And then what's, what's very helpful is on game facts. Somebody wrote a guide back in 2008 called like, crisis core missables and it tells you like what missions are missable what fan clubs are like when things become missable like what you need to do before you finish certain things and so that's a very very helpful guide i refer to that one a lot in my own playthrough (laughs) and that's crazy because like you said you said keyword you said the 2008 guide still works on this one (laughs) bro like that (laughs) So not to get like on a non-Final Fantasy related tangent, it is related, but like while I was doing that and like, cause like there are certain things that like straight up as a guide maker, I'm like, I'm not going to know that. Like, I'm not going to fucking sit here, steal from every single enemy Hmm. and write everything down. Like I do a lot. I take a lot of notes and like I do a lot, but stuff like that, if the, it's like work smarter, not harder. Like if the information already exists, just use it. And, like, give credit where credit's due. Like, I'm not sitting here claiming that I know everything about Crisis Core. I'm telling you, look up this guide on GameFAQs that was published 15 years ago. But point being, it really bothers me that, like, modern websites are, like, so bloated with information and oftentimes very wrong, like, very incorrect. Mm. And they will also build pages and publish them in an incomplete form where it's like, here's mission 2-5-6. And it's like, check back for more information. And it's like, why publish the page? And it's just to get you to the top of the search results. Right. And then like, if you go on GameFAQs for any game that's ever been remastered, go on GameFAQs and look at the old guides that people typed out in their spare time for no money. Like, that's where all the good information is. Yeah. And like a lot of times, modern... I've seen this countless times, dude. 
modern guide websites will take those old game facts guides and copy paste the information and then just put the screenshots or the videos from the remaster and it's like it's fucking depressing yeah and it really bothers me and like it happened several times at crisis core i was like oh yeah like who do i steal gold rolling pins from i remember those being worth a lot of money go like and like the big problem is like and this happened with um demon souls when demon souls came to ps5 hmm like i know the souls games extremely well but again there's stuff where i'm just like i can't remember where this ring is or i can't remember like what enemy to farm for you know this upgrade material and so in the past when the game was only on ps3 there was a website called wiki dot w-i-k-i-d-o-t and it was just a very plain looking wiki very well curated and then like we now live in the world of um like Fextra Life and Power Picks and everything. And they're fine websites, but like when you start searching for things, they are the first ones that come up. And oftentimes the information is wrong because it's like unmoderated. Whereas like if you just type in the same question and put wiki dot at the end of it, the the correct wiki comes up. But it's like so far buried in the search results if you don't like specifically look for it. Yeah. And so like I'm really glad that like I think it's GameSpot or it's either GameSpot or IGN that owns GameFAQs now. I'm really glad that they have kept it online because, like, it's just so useful. And, like, the guides that people wrote back then are oftentimes so good. And the other great thing is that there was, like, a rating system. And so, like, uh, if the guide was rated highly, it just showed up at the top. And it's like, use this one. Makes sense. Yeah, it was great. And so, like, I don't know, like, when looking at certain missions or like trying to find out what's missable, what to do when you're still just better off looking at something from 15 years ago. And it's like, yeah, it may not be as pretty. There may not be screenshots inside of it, but because of the fact that there were no screenshots, it's written very well. And like, they have to be very descriptive in what they're telling you. So just right. use it. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> yeah. So just a, an aside of like how the industry and, and the world has changed, but yeah yeah all in all i mean <clears throat> if i had to give the game a rating i would give it like i honestly i would give crisis core like i'm like i'm like trying to weigh it between a seven or an eight <laughs> and i a, wanted to write a, it before you said it uh <laughs> yeah that, that that's mine yeah like because, you know, a lot of things, like you said, the quality of life things that were definitely needed for something like this, you know, yeah. like even though storyline wise for the majority, um, it was, you know, one to one, you know, of course, all the graphical changes and even the soundtrack, like soundtrack, we got new tracks that did not exist in the original. And, did those, we? and those, we definitely got some new tracks. Like there was there was there were songs that played that were like like remixes is what i guess i i really mean to say sure they updated the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know that what I'm sector you know five what I'm music i fucking hate it <laughs> wait the i fucking hate that track yeah terrible terrible that is an awful song they should be ashamed of themselves hey and you know what though like i thought i was gonna hate the other one where like you heard that for everything in the original Crisis Core, the. Yeah, and 
like i thought oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like i thought that song like we were just gonna get that which we did but they actually they like remixed it a lot and i was like oh it's better oh, yeah it's better oh, it's way better it's, it's more like better. poignant it, it's like a bit stronger of a song one right. thing okay right. one thing that i do want to briefly touch on i i'm worried about zach's new voice actor like Mm. i think at the start of the game up until like he gets the buster sword and like i think it makes some sense and it's always hard to tell is it the voice actor is it the sound engineer is it the voice is it the vo director like what is the problem yeah because he sounds fine in remake and integrate he sounds fine but in reunion for some reason he sounds terrible certain times yeah throughout like the first three quarters of the game i thought he sounded awful and like part of it was like he sounds flat like there's no gravel to his voice at all and it's odd which makes me think it's like a sound problem like a sound like a, a a mixing problem like somebody messed up or maybe he was playing into the fact that like Zach is at that point like still very young and naive and not not experienced. Right. Because when he gets the Buster Sword, he sounds better. But like it, it was just a weird, very weird transition. Because I like his original voice so much. And like every I thought everybody else was fine. Um and like because it's a one-to-one remake, it's like using the same code they have to keep the voice timings the exact same so he literally has to say the same exact thing that the previous voice actor said in order to keep the game on pace and for it to work and so maybe those sorts of things don't sound natural in his voice right maybe that's part of the problem but like if this dude has a if zach has a prominent place in rebirth or part three I'm a little worried. Even though he sounds fine in Remake, I am a little worried. Yeah, though, you made good points, though. Like, you know, it definitely, it, it, there's a lot of factors to, to, to consider because, like, like, direction is a humongous factor in, you know, anything. You know, anime and cartoons, video games, obviously. Because, like, again, at the end of the day, for people that don't realize, like, you know, voice actors are paid actors. Like, like they're doing a job, you know, and at the end of the day it's up to the director to to tell them how they're supposed to deliver lines at certain moments and times whatnot so like that's a very real thing also going to what you were saying with how like you know like at the early stages of the game he sounds like he's supposed to sound and that could be a combination of the two whether that it was that with the the director said told them to do that and they said okay yeah that's good do that <laughs> like keep that keep right that up. even though it didn't sound great they were like no 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 do it anyway like, right right yeah so like like i'm yeah so like it was it was uh i wouldn't say for me it was concerning because it was definitely something that was like almost like polarizing in a way because i was just like why does he sound so off like during certain moments because it was like it was for me it was inconsistent you know like he's had he had those yeah. those 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 certain diet certain just certain dialogue was just not there you know like it was just like what are you doing right like 
Like, is this your first like job, like job, doing like, voice acting? Yeah, it's, not. Like that? It's, it's not. It's like, not right. He's been around. Right. Yeah. So, and then like then when I would hear him like really work, I'm like, there we go. Like, wh where's this Zach for the rest of the game? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like yeah, like that wasn't like I said, like it wasn't too much of a worry because like I already know. That once we get Zach and Rebirth or, you know, that and part three. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure exactly. it'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. I do so. think that uh, Cloud's voice actor did a very good job. Fire. Fire. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. like at just sounding younger. Like, I think that his actor has a, a better ability for that. Granted, Cloud has way less lines in this game than Zach. <laughs> like, he's barely in the game until the end. And even in the end, he doesn't really talk. Right. For obvious reasons. But like, <laughs> yeah. I definitely, like, I think he did a really good job. I think Tifa's voice actor did a very good job. Like, I think everybody did a fine job, but Zach was just so odd. Yeah. For three yeah. quarters of the game. Yeah. It's like you wonder. It's like, I wonder if it actually was intentional because, you know, for yeah. whatever reason. But It almost feels like it has to be. Like. Right. It, yeah. Right. It's, just, it's strange. It was, it was strange. And like. I tried not to focus on it, but like every time he spoke up until the end of Modeo Heim, like every time he yelled, Angel, it was just like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Who sounds like this? Yeah. 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 And like, again, like there was no bass to his voice. And like, I know I have like a bassy voice. Like my, I, I can feel that I have a bassy, like I know I do. Mm -hmm. And like, to like hear someone who has no bass to their voice it's like no one sounds like this like you have everybody has some timber to their voice like everybody <laughs> does yeah. right and like right. playing it with headphones playing it on a surround sound like nothing made sense and like then he sounded fine towards the end mm. i don't know mm. strange very strange yeah yeah but yeah other than that i mean pretty much like really squeeze this one out you know like every little drop that there was to mention about reunion overall i, I would say our both of our experiences was was very good very positive with you know yeah. a few little sex play the game play the absolutely game. Like, play the game yeah i will never tell somebody that it's a bad game or that they should not play it if you're a final fantasy fan regardless of final fantasy 7 regardless if you've played the original i think if you played the original you get a lot out of it um, you get a lot more out of it, but like, even if you haven't played Remake, if this is your first entry into Final Fantasy VII, it's a good one. It is a good game. Yeah, especially especially for for my experience, like this is coming from someone who never even played Original Crisis Core. So like, hey, you used to straight up tell me like, dude, don't even play it. Just watch. Oh, dude, scene. it was fucking awful. <laughs> it was fine. It was a fine game for 2008, but it's like. I cannot in good conscience tell somebody in like 2012 or 2015 or 2020, yeah, go buy a PSP and go play this game. You've got to play this. No, you got to play Yeah, nope. 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 Cancel that. Hold on. I got a better one. Look it up. Yeah. Like, it aged like milk. It was ugh, fucking ugh. awful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Either way, like like you said also, um, just to get, I guess, to wrap up really quick, that like, it didn't nullify my excitement for the future projects at right. all um in a way because of the lack thereof expectation that we kind of set for ourselves and i mean not just we set they fucking set it, the expectation course, yeah. you know 
but yeah i i would say because of that too that it, it, it i wouldn't say it amplified it but it, it it turned the knob like maybe a notch you know because i was like yo they can't leave me like this because i know i know there's gonna be more that's gonna have to be explained and who knows maybe through these novels because guess what this is two it's two books it that that's coming out the, the trace of two past this is that's part one so and that's almost a 400 page book so i don't know how long the second one's gonna be but i'd imagine that the both of these would release prior to rebirth and if these are bridging that's some shit that we're gonna have to freaking pay attention to and that could actually just be stuff that we end up talking about here on future episodes of recast so yeah and i mean it is 2023 e3 is six months away oh we're getting a trailer that's that's a hundred percent guaranteed if if we have anything if we use e3 2019 as anything to go by we're gonna get a huge huge chunk of information in in june i guess five months five and a half months june is gonna be a great month holy shit street fighter 6 spider-man my birthday final fantasy 16 bro and then e3 it's over so e3 is very likely going to fall on like the one work event that I run every year <laughs> that I help run. So I probably will not be able to go to E3 this year, even though I live in Los Angeles now. I've never been, so I'm not I'm not missing out on, you know, I'm so used to just trying to schedule my life around it so I can just be home to watch. <laughs> I'll say this about E3. It's something everyone should experience. It's something everyone should go to. But unless you are like a journalist or like something akin to that in the industry, you don't need to go more than once. It's a better experience at home. Yeah. 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 And no, I, I feel that because like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even a big fan of lines. And I know people and be standing in line. Like, it's terrible. Like, exactly. Yeah. Terrible. dude. The one year that I went, I ended up playing Quake Champions four times just because it was like i'm the best one here and like (laughs) like i can keep winning hats and scarves all right and there was no line and like i think i played marvel vs capcom infinite i played matterfall a lot because Uh, that uh. didn't have a line and like people weren't familiar with house mark at that point but i loved rezogun to death so i was excited for matterfall oh i I did get to watch spider-man i did get into the their booth thing oh for insomniac mm-hmm. hey see that that's fire yeah it was a cool experience it, like everybody should go once yeah but like yeah. it's 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 a lot it's a lot yeah i'm not even gonna lie see like it like so my exception to that rule like for me at least is like if i had like a capcom treatment where like you're like exactly. oh yeah like, like if oh, you yeah, go like, and you're there you like there, you have like, private you time and gotta wait i would be like all right unless you're at that level yeah. I don't know. Come on, Square. Hook us up. Have I that know, demo ready. Come on, fly Dude, us up. I, I applied. <laughs> I applied for press access with, with my YouTube channel. We'll see what happens, but yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. Right. So, Ryan, what is next for you as a Final Fantasy VII fan who has not finished the original, who has played Remake, now you've played Crisis Core? What is next for you? That's a great question. So, right now, immediately right now, I am, at the time of this episode, 
I'm on a stream break. And okay. the reason for that is be is so that I can actually reorganize and just like resituate how I'm doing things. I'm yeah. I, I, I mean, got you also on, just I moved across the country again. Oh well yeah, true. Yeah. Um but yeah, with all that in mind. I'm like, you know, and this is not like a New Year's resolution thing because like, you know, whenever people like put that tag on shit, that shit lasts like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm I'm with the changes for the for the the long term duration, you know, like, like so I say all this because I'm just I'm getting all of my projects in order and I'm taking things on as I, you know, as I can. However, one of those things is that i am going to like i said to you i'm gonna go back and tackle seven the original to finally have this shit beat this year because uh, like <laughs> this is the year all right all it's right. been long enough it's been far too long i know you've been like strangling me virtually to freaking beat this shit and that's what's gonna happen and the thing about it is that i don't have any real pressure because right now it's january and i'm not you know i'm not trying to say like oh yeah i'm just gonna dilly dally and wait until the month before you know we get an actual day for rebirth <clears throat> but i want to make sure that when i'm finally done with getting these uh these missions and you know because right now like i'm enjoying like just running through a reunion just to try to get all those like remaining trophies and stuff and just so that you know like once i 100 percent it you know there's really no reason to kind of like you know go back unless i really try to run run the train through the game with like you know all the the best equip and everything it's like i just breathe on an enemy and they just like explode you know like i want to have that completely done i want to have seven done and then i even went as far ahead and thinking and having this thought and that once we get closer to rebirth that's also where i might actually go back to remake and that kind of makes me excited so i'm really excited for you to play seven and i hope we can find time to talk about it as you're doing it podcast mm. or no I mean, uh, right, selfishly, right. I think uh, right, it's a great right. idea for a podcast. Oh, yeah, but... no, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, if you guys are down for the updates, let us know in the comments, of course. Yeah. Of course. But uh, as soon as Rebirth gets a date, I'm going to go back and play Remake again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and, like, I didn't, and I didn't do, like, a hard run either. So, like... like oh, okay. Like, yeah, so, like, I, I have, you know, plenty to do if I, you know, whenever I do make, you know, do the return because like, and let me just say this. I know I don't normally do this for any game. I only really try to do stuff like that for games that I really, really love and enjoyed a lot. And so far, that's realistically only happened with Spider-Man. Like 2018. I've gone back to that a few times. Not like a full replay, but like I've gone back to that game to do like random challenges oh dude listen i love spider-man like he's my favorite superhero of all time and when that game came out as you know i made sure i had the ps4 pro spider-man edition that is a sick sick ps4 pro exactly 
Okay, that shit is fire. And I know when Spider-Man 2 comes out, I know they're going to have the PS5 for it. I don't care if it's pro or not. They're going to have a bundle for it and it's going to have a design on there and I'm going to get that because that's Hopefully how much they just I release much it as plates. I, I would hate to have to go buy another PS5. Listen, they, listen, they know they're going to get suckers like me and I don't care. <laughs> and, I don't care. <laughs> and I don't care. If they do a care. rebirth PS5, I'll buy that. Oh, shit. see, you see what I mean? You see what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like I would be in trouble if they, if both of those came out in the same year, oh, I'd be fucked. I'd be yeah. like, holy shit, I got mad PlayStation 5s. <laughs> yeah. But yeah no like i only ever do like what i'm saying for games that i really 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 love and i feel like like i already love seven overall like it's my favorite final fantasy out of all of them and obviously like you know no secret like it's probably because i don't have too much experience with any of the other ones like i have experience with 13 i have experience with four um i had like an, a, a one hour experience with 10 but then I, f I fell asleep and I had to give the game back to my friend, you know, because I was in the eighth grade, you know, and it wasn't my copy. And I actually have it. I have the remaster for PS4 now. I just haven't played it. But 7, like I've said in previous recast episodes, is the one Final Fantasy game that I have multiple experiences with, even though I have never beaten it. But it's over time all throughout the course of my young and now young adult, adult life or whatever. And like and and through remake through the 27 impromptu hour stream that i had back in 2020 during the pandemic to just beat that fucking game that shit changed my life and i thought it was a masterpiece i still think it is and sure, i agree all the excitement that we've been going back and forth talking about all the theories and everything just just creating this recast all together getting hype for reunion like i'm only like like it's gonna get that same like love and respect tr type of treatment like dude i'm buying a fucking novel i don't read i don't read shit like that you know what i'm saying like i don't do that yeah so yeah. like i'm i'm just super hype and like you know there was something i was low-key scared to do especially to go back to remake on hard because like holy shit like but i feel like i got i got new goggles on like you know i just gotta you know i gotta go for those good ass items and you know those those uh like the the i call them sets but it's it's not it, uh, builds there you go like you know go right. for the right builds and shit so you have a little bit of an easier time like fighting you know all the hard bosses and everything like that but man i just cannot wait to re-experience that again right before rebirth and then you, you go in fresh and then rebirth yep. happens man like i'm so excited for for this year i'm glad man i'm really glad to hear it i uh i hope you know, with E3, I hope we get a date and um, then I can like start playing it. I'll probably do it on normal just because hard mode is difficult. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Hard <laughs> mode, you can't use <laughs> items. So. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Hard mode, you can't use items and benches don't replenish MP. So wait, you can't use items at all or just for battles? None. So how do you... How would you? Oh, so you have to. So how would you even restore your MP then? Between chapters. Holy shit! That's that is yeah, hard. Like <laughs> between chapters, everything gets replenished. So like the idea, like the game is, the game is designed around not having items. Like when you play it on hard mode, you will you will realize that like they're completely unnecessary. You don't need them, and because you have them all from normal mode, they will just sit in your inventory forever. Like they're absolutely pointless. And 
what's interesting is like if you were to just beat the game like if you were to take your your save file and then just go back to chapter one on hard mode you will not be able to beat it like what you need to do is you need to like grind your characters to level 50 which is really fast if you could do it in like 30 minutes and then go to hard mode like hard mode is meant to be played at max level wow that you know that and and now i remember why i was scared <laughs> yeah like i when i did it like i went from sephiroth and i was like that was sick next day it's like hard mode and then i could not beat the guard scorpion i couldn't beat it holy shit yeah and, because yeah, on hard mode it can heal itself like it oh. literally casts cure on itself so if you can't it's like a soft enrage like if you can't kill it quick enough, you will just never be able to kill it. What the heck? Yeah, no. Then that means I would have to, I have to be like so many steps ahead just on trying to make sure that any move I make means something and really That's fucking really matters because like. I killed Sephiroth. I think Tifa had one HP on hard mode. Everybody else was dead. And like. The the real issue is that like my my materia setup was bad. Like it it just wasn't good. But I did not want to fight the Whisper Harbingers again. And so I was like, nah, I'm just gonna brute force this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I kept retrying Zebroth over man. and over and over. Yeah, it's bringing and I eventually back. got him. Yeah, that's no. Mm. Like I, I and know everyone what I, in my I stream, what? everyone in my stream was like, just redo it, just redo it. And I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible i know it's possible yeah yeah well, we'll, well we're gonna cross that bridge when we get there so, so for sure yeah all right man this was an absolute pleasure i think uh i think we can call this recast season one mm. and uh maybe like season that. two will like be some that. discussions as you go through the original seven maybe we'll do some stuff then but for sure i think if we're if we're both agreeing to play remake at some point Maybe we should make that a season where we just kind of talk about remake as we go through it again. Five, yeah, no, I'm down. I'm definitely down. This is a lot. It was always a lot of fun. Any excuse to talk to you about fucking Final Fantasy yeah. is, is good enough for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I will say is, if you're since you're a fan of Final Fantasy VII, you basically have to play ten because they take place in the same world. What? No, for real? Maybe. <laughs> no. It's an Easter egg. It's an Easter egg. It's an e it's like the same planet. It's just an Easter egg. <laughs> oh my! But that see that oh, see that that alone that that's enough for someone like me to just hang on to. I'm like, oh my god! Like yeah, like there, something, there's a character. Something. It's either like way after or way before, but it's it's Gaia. It's the same planet, <sighs> and there's a character. It's not a playable character. It's just like an NPC that you're around all the time on your uh, airship. His name is Shinra. And like he knows everything. Like he's a very smart kid. And like if you ever need like information on monsters or secrets in the world, like you go to him and you talk to him. What the fuck? I can't remember if it's after or before seven, but it's the same planet. See, hmm. See, that's what it makes me wonder. I mean, this is this is why we should, you know, there's there should there's always room for more episodes here on Recast because, yeah, because <laughs> that could that could that could give us an extra like thirty minutes right off that. What no, I'm no, thinking is no. literally a tiny thing. It's a very tiny thing. 
10 is a fantastic game, though. I think it, it might be the best turn-based RPG ever. Damn. It is incredible. It's Shout out to Titus. Top Titus. to bottom, it's good. Yeah, I have it, like I said, sitting there in my freaking PS4 freaking bunch of cases of games I never touched. So I think so. Nexus 7 is the one I've played the most. I've played it like four or five times. Wow. Damn, it must be that good. Huh? Sheesh. Well, until then, I guess we're we're gonna have, yeah, we're gonna have to see. <laughs> that's the end of season one. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. This was a real pleasure. Um, you know, Ryan and I go way back, and mm. I've been hounding him to play Final Fantasy VII since he was a child, <laughs> and uh, he still hasn't done it. So maybe in 2020, 2023 is the year. Maybe this is the year, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but we will see you again soon. Uh, with whatever comes next for Final Fantasy VII, either Uchi's playthrough of the original or when we go through Remake again or with Rebirth at the very least. But thank you all so much for watching, and we will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs> I've been waiting for this.